0: and welcome once again contestants, we're back from that commercial break and we're here for another round of Is That A Segment On Queer and Pleasant Strangers? Uh-oh. We've got our first contestant here, would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, my name's Agnes. Well Agnes, it's wonderful to have you and we're going to find out just how well you know the podcast Queer and Pleasant Strangers. Are you ready? As
1: ready as I'll ever be.
0: Right, first question. Things we've played. Is it a is it a is it a segment on queer and pleasant strangers? Yes, I'm going to say yes. Final but, answer! That's my final answer, locked in. Yes it is! Congratulations! <laughs> Second question, this is gonna be a slightly tougher one. Things we've listened to.
1: Listen, now they do to played, and I think they do have watched
0: Listen to.
1: I suppose they do do talk about music and stuff.
0: Yes, yes they do. Yes it is! Fantastic, fantastic. Right, we've got one more question for you here. One more question. Board games we've played. Is board games we've played a a segment on Queer and Pleasant Strangers?
1: Well, I mean, they do play games and they do talk about the games they've played. And, oh, I suppose they do. There are board games sometimes. They one of them really does like board games, so that would make sense if there was uh,
0: um, Yes, they do a board games we've played section. Oh, so close, Agnes. That is actually a part of the wider things we've played segment. But don't worry, we will be sending you home today with a fantabulous prize. Regardless, a brand new episode of Queer and Pleasant Strangers.
1: Oh, that's lovely. I'm very excited. <laughs> Strangers Queer and Pleasant. I'm not Laura Tate Dale.
0: And I'm not Jane Eris Magnet and welcome to another episode of Queer and Pleasant Strangers. It's a podcast where we talk about the things we've played and listened to and watched in the week and do other segments as well as are sometimes tested in a game show format. How are you doing? I'm sleepy and very confused that it's Tuesday. I know, we had a bank holiday in the UK the day before we recorded this, so it feels like it should be a Monday, but it's a Tuesday and everything's not where it's supposed to be. It spoiled my brain. It shouldn't have confused me as much as it did, because I worked yesterday. I worked bank holidays. I, I mean I did some work yesterday. I worked a Monday, but I think the problem that's confused me is I I did I was streaming until 2am, and up until 2 am usually means it's a Tuesday. So part of me's like, was yesterday the Tuesday, but today's the Monday? Have we swapped them around? What are we doing? What are we doing? We're doing Queer and Pleasant Strangers. What have you played this week? What have we played? Oh, gosh,
1: we played so many things. We played so many things. We played board games. We played a lot of board games. We played we... some Forbidden Sky.
0: We did. That's that. That um, that is a board game we've played before. You make a circuit to make the rocket go, and don't get blown off the side of the platforms you've made in the sky. Don't get hit by electricity.
1: Another one from Matt Leacock who invented Pandemic.
0: Yeah. Um. This was our first time playing with a new person we hadn't yes. played it with before. Um, uh, yeah. Nice
1: first and easy. First time eas- at three. I think we played it at four. And we yeah. Played it
0: at two. Uh. Nice and easy. To teach that one. It's yes. it's not a complicated one to teach, which is nice. Yep. Uh. You can sort of pick it up as you go. It was real brutal, this game. Yeah, the first half of that game was like, oh, we're going to die. The first few turns, it's like, oh, I'm down to one piece of rope left, and I'm about to get, like, I'm I'm going to lose. And then, oh, oh, health's going down. We're getting hit by lightning left, right, and centre. I thought we
1: were going to be, like, ten minutes into that game, and it
0: was going to be over. It would have really sucked for that to happen, because it's one of those games that doesn't continue going when one person dies. It's like, oh, one of you died, you're all dead. Yeah um which is not ideal for a tutorial game. You really want to play it the whole way through so that, you know, the new person can see the rocket happen. Deep deep deep. deep. I will never get over people's first reaction to. Oh, we did th- we did it and it's making noises and sounds. Yay. It's it's a weirdly exciting way to end a game. Mm-hmm. More games need interactive flashing audio elements when you win. Right? Yeah. It's it's a fun game. I like the fact
1: that you actually you do actually build a circuit with it. It's very cool and fun, and yeah. um, it's it's fun to introduce more people to that. Indeed. Mm-hmm. What about you? Have you? Played anything
0: else? Well ah, we played uh, we played some other board games. Well, you you played you played some Pandemic. I
1: played some Pandemic. I, I wasn't a new around for that pandemic. that game
0: of Pandemic, but uh, how did yes. it go?
1: Uh, we won. We won. <gasps> we we was only um. Is it five or
0: six? I think five is... A yeah, whatever,
1: whatever the middle difficulty is, we played yeah. um, that for Pandemic, Introdu- introduced the same person. Basically, this was baptise a friend who was like, I quite like uh, Unstable Unicorns and uh, Star Realms, please teach me new we've, games. We,
0: we've been... We've had a couple of visits with this friend recently, done safely with with COVID tests and whatnot, yes. but... um. We we've been trying to be like okay so you like Star Realms how about um Clank because that's another deck builder yeah, but, but it's got a few more mechanics and so trying to teach like a wider variety of games and yeah Clank it, was a nice easy teach because it was a case of like oh you know
1: I, you understand yeah. deck building as a concept yeah let's widen that out slightly
0: yeah and uh Pandemic's a nice one to teach because uh it's a cooperative one so you can yes. teach a lot of those mechanics and ways of thinking about board games while talking things over as a group
2: mm-hmm.
0: so long as like obviously whoever's doing the teach doesn't speak over the person who's learning that's the in- the important thing with a teach like that yes i tried to be good about that because i know that yeah. quarterbacking in that game is
1: is like a very big thing so
0: it's, it's very easy for the experienced person to go yep this is what you should be doing on your turn you know yeah. you got to let people make mistakes as they learn.
1: I tend to not tell people what to do. I tend to just float ideas hmm. when I'm playing with other people cuz obviously like you and me can be like ah should we do this or that or the other? Yeah. And like with new people I tend to be just like well we've got things here and we've got things happening here. Um I mean, there are, there are yeah. options here
0: to, like, nudge you towards... Yeah. Well, that's the thing. We understand the these game mechanics the well enough, and we are confident enough with the mechanics that we can push back if needed, whereas someone new will sometimes just go with what they're told rather than understanding why they're making that choice.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, for for me, when I try to teach it, I always try to do a, these are the problems, mm. and this is what can happen, and these are the things perhaps you can yeah. think about. Like... That it's been a while since we saw our last epidemic. Yeah. That uh, a new epidemic has just been done. So there's only so many in, in the top before that comes up again. Uh, and that that isn't a problem because it's literally just come out.
0: But yeah. It almost
1: certainly won't be like straight away again.
0: Exactly. Um, so yeah, I'm glad you had a successful game of Pandemic. Yeah.
1: Also, having taught them now... There's potentially a chance that we can maybe play one of the aspects of the on the brink expansion that uh mm. is it on the brink? Yeah, on the brink that we've never played before. Mm. Um the bioterrorist. I've never played the bioterrorist yes. mode, and I think that may be quite fun. But that, um, I agree that'd be fun. I, I think that's minimum three player. So yeah. it be quite fun to to try it now that uh now that, that person knows it. Yeah.
0: Uh, We also played another board game with that person Mm -hmm. uh, first time. We played some Battlestar, the Battlestar Galactica board game. Mm -hmm. Now is this your first game of Battlestar? Uh, I can't remember if it's my first game of Battlestar. I think I have watched you play it. I think I came home as you were playing it with some people. Okay. Like, I think I got home and was like, oh, I'll just watch from the sides. Because, like, I remembered some of the mechanics, but I do not remember playing it. Okay. Um... I absolutely screwed up being the Cylon. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. I, I didn't pay attention to things like, what abilities do the people at the table have? Um, I did not realise you had the ability to, just as an action, go, oh, I'm just going to check whether that's true or whether you've lied or not. Yep. And I'm like, oh. Yep. Well. It wasn't
1: just that. It was... I. I don't think it helped that you sort of panicked and went, ha, uh, ha, uh, ha, uh, you're the Cylon. <laughs> it's like, are they? And then there's both of you staring at each other across the table like, hmm, 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 hmm. I'm like, well, one of you's a fucking Cylon. Yeah. so And I'm playing Gaius
0: Baltar, yeah, so I'll just check so, the other one. Um, so here's the thing. First of all, for anyone who's never played this, it's a hidden role game. Um, You're trying to... You will, at some point in the game, have someone be a villain that's trying to, you know, work against all the other players. Mm -hmm. They may not appear until the second half of the game. So it's entirely conceivable at first that there is no one with a hidden role. Uh, That is a thing I had forgotten was the case. I forgot that that could be the case. Second of all, um, every player has different, unique, character-specific abilities that are selected when you select your characters at the start. And I forgot that was a thing as well. And I was like... I've not seen anything that would let you automatically check whether I'm uh, a, 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 the, the the secret villain, so it's fine. I'll I'll just accuse the other person. Yep. Yeah. If I played this again, I yeah, it's one of those. As soon as I said it, I was like, I can't, I can't back down from what I've just done. But I've, it took me a fraction of a second to realize how foolish a move I had made. Oh no. But like here's the thing, you know, I'm good at playing hidden role games. Yes, you are. You're I'm good games. at playing hidden role games, and apparently, I just fundamentally hadn't internalized the rules of this one. I'm afraid so. In a way that would, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I'll play along. I'll play along. Oh fuck! Um, <laughs> Still won yeah. though. Yeah. Once once my hidden role was revealed, I was very good at being the evil person. Generally, the Cylons win. I <laughs> mean, that's just how that game works. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. It's just a very hard game, which is why generally, like, when I play Cylon, or if I get to be Cylon, I'm like, yep, I'm gonna, basically, I'm just gonna DM you now. Yeah. Like, it's gonna be hard anyway, no matter what happens. I'm not necessarily gonna make it unbearable.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna,
1: you know, keep the pressure on. I mean, Sometimes that's... I might even help you for a laugh. I mean,
0: in my defense, that's sort of how I was playing. There were things I could have done that probably would have killed you faster, and I was like, "No, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna whittle down your resources." I got you down to the point where every resource was on one left. <laughs> yeah, it's like, "Oh, you're real low. What are you gonna do?" Like, I, I, and we I, still had two jumps to do at that point. I was, I was, were, I was being evenly spread with my chaos, mm. which I found quite enjoyable. Yeah, I'm glad you managed to have fun. On that
1: side of the table for so long, because yeah. very often as a as a Cylon, it can get a
0: bit like oh, this is quite monotonous. Oh no, I was having a great time. I am glad you enjoyed it yeah. from that point of view. It it was nice to be like I understand now what the Cylon mechanics are because I've done mm. it. <laughs> we have you know we have other local people and that game plays up to
1: six, so maybe we will try and get a full full table of six together. I would at some like point. that a lot. Um, because, I'll be honest, I have been seriously considering just selling my copy of Battlestar, because can't get the expansions anymore, it's out of print, they're probably never going to get the license again. It's, it's, um, and, it, and the base game is a bit flawed. There's things that I think that um, the expansions really deal with well. Hmm. But I I don't think that was necessarily the ki- the case well,
2: and,
0: yeah. But, but before it... you do, I'd kind of like to get a couple more games out of it if yeah. possible, because um, oh. I had fun with that even if I absolutely failed at doing it right.
1: And I also I've never played a like a I don't think I've ever played a
0: six person game, well, which I'm pretty sure means there's two Cylons. I would assume so. So yeah. I I I think we can put a six person game together pretty easy. I reckon so.
1: I reckon so. Yeah. Um, we also played
0: some terraforming Mars. Yes, I played okay, two we did. games of
1: terraforming Mars.
0: Yeah, and uh, we 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 taught we taught him so many games, <laughs> he did. and he's he picked them up all real well and, and well enough that he wanted to play a second game of terraforming Mars yes. while you were working. <laughs> so the, we've talked about this one before. It's a hex grid. Uh, you're trying to basically increase oxygen, water, and temperature. Make it warm,
1: wet and green. Yeah,
0: but you're trying to do so as a corporation so that you profit off of the way it's been done. You're trying to terraform it for your own financial benefit. I guess so. I mean, that's you're not working together. This isn't cooperative terraforming. (laughs) No. Yeah, how how did that, that go, you playing again together? Um, we
1: I mean, obviously we set up was a lot quicker. Um uh, general like turn time was a lot quicker, like the start of that game was a lot lot quicker, yeah, um, it was mace- mainly just like a lot quicker we were- I think because our first game was somewhere in the region of four and a half hours, oh gosh, that didn't help that you know he was going off for fag breaks and stuff, and I think we stopped for snacks at one point
0: yeah um, but also like we haven't played in a while, and we needed yeah, to get ourselves back I, into the rhythm of what we should be doing yeah we
1: we spent like half an hour watching was it watch it played I think doing, I think uh, so yeah doing a a, a a how-to video for that we you know we got back into it, but the second game was just like, yep, we know everything we need to know, let's fucking go <laughs> and
0: we did, and it was it was good fun.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We played some more board games. We played so many board we games. We've, we finally justified the board games. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we justify the board games. I know. We lot. It felt like we really justified
1: the board games this week. Uh, we played <laughs>
0: some Flatline, we which we've played before. This is uh, that game about dice rolling and trying to heal a bunch of patients heal and patients. Uh, use some of the dice to you know stop chaos things from going badly and stop uh, your
1: emergencies.
0: Yeah, and you've got, sometimes you'll have nice abilities to help you. You can do rerolls at the cost of using one of your dice up. And mm-hmm. I really like Platline. Yeah, it's fun. A little bit manic. It's yep. fun in higher player counts. Um, having... Yeah, having larger player counts, obviously you've got more available resources on the table, but you've got more people shouting over each other, which, yes. you know, I think that balances out pretty yeah. well.
1: Yeah, there were a couple of games where one person ended up with, like, four unused
0: dice... Yes, because um, that's a lot of information to squeeze into 60 seconds with Especially when you're sort
1: of helping to identify and point for other things, because everyone's going, who's got blue? Who's got this? Who's got that? I need this here. Yeah, can mentally jam
0: you a little bit. It can mentally jam you a little bit, like yeah, but yeah, that's overall we still of, won. That's uh, the fun of the game, though, and yeah. we, we won just as we were getting to the final possible turn. Yeah, it was nicely balanced. I get, again, I really appreciate a good board game that reliably, like, oh, you balance the hell out of this. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, and it's the first time we've played in the play count of three, so it was a slightly different board for pulling emergencies. But yeah, it was it was good and good fun. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. More board games. Yeah. Do you want uh, to talk about the board game we played while playing board games?
0: We should. We played Don't Get Got, Shut Up and Sit Down edition. Yeah. Uh, So Don't Get Got is a hidden task completion game. Yeah. Uh, It's pretty simple. Everyone is dealt, uh, what was it, six uh, hidden tasks that are unique to you. And while you're doing other things, you just try and get these various tasks to happen. And if someone catches you trying to do them, you, you know, have to go, yep, you caught me and you can't try and get them to do that task again. You failed it. So you've got to be as subtle as you can mm-hmm. um, and try and get people to do certain things without them noticing that you're trying to get them to do them. Yep. Um, it was a fun thing to have going in the background. Yes. Um, yeah. Can you remember any of the tasks you successfully got done? Yeah. the uh, One was um,
1: put this card in a bag of snacks and oh. get somebody else to touch it. You were offering me that popcorn
0: like all afternoon just again and again and again and I was eventually
1: like, we will get to the bottom of this bag of popcorn you, and you will be forced that, to touch it.
0: There were several moments where you seemed almost disappointed that I hadn't taken more popcorn and no, I was s- <laughs> I was
1: happily biding yeah. my time. Yeah, no you you you
0: did bide your time. Uh I
1: it was put- also the fact that, you know, I didn't want to hog all the popcorn. Yeah.
0: Uh, There was one where I had to get you to say your full name, including middle names, out loud in one go. Yes. Which is more difficult than you would think without drawing attention to yourself. Especially when you've got as many middle names as I do. Exactly. So I I was trying to get you comfortable with saying your name out loud. (laughs) And I got you to confirm uh, to say your middle names and surname in order. But not your... First name Because Mm. I was like Oh oh, I always get the The order of your middle names Mixed up What's the order And you started from halfway through And I was like That's not gonna do it (laughs) You know my first name I don't need to mention that one Exactly Eventually (laughs) I I got you to count The syllables In your name And you were Saying your name out loud As you counted the syllables Yep it's like I'd spent so long talking about <laughs> names and hadn't tripped you up. I think you'd gone like, "Ah, oh, this is a safe topic." And because I think
1: it started about something else very specific.
0: Yeah, I it, can't remember what it was. It started as something to do with the project we're working on together. Oh, yeah. Was how I first brought up names about editing. Yeah. yeah, and then I sort of just kept weaseling around names. <laughs> I asked, I asked someone else in the room a name question, and it didn't do anything.
1: I was like, I see, it's safe." It's safe. Um, Yes, we had the one about humming from our our guest.
0: I was sure you were trying to get me to hum, which is why I didn't hum. I was just, I hum sometimes. Yeah. Apparently, I started humming and they were like,
1: fucking yes! And they started humming. And then I apparently changed what I was humming to what they were humming without really registering it. And they were like, fuck you, got you.
0: The two of you were were very clearly humming back and forth, humming recognisable tunes. And I was like, one of you's trying to fucking do something here. I hadn't registered it at all. (laughs) What was the other one I had? Um, Oh, I had to get someone to show me, not tell me the time, but to show me the time. Which, again... Kind of tricky, because um, it's very easy to say, oh, oh, do you know what the time is? It's very tricky to go, hey, can you show me the time? So I ended up waiting for an opportunity for someone to show me their phone with the screen unlocked. Okay. I was like, yeah, there it is. There's the time. You've shown me the time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> you get me.
0: Uh, it 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 was a fun thing to have going in the background.
1: Yeah. 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 And we have talked about the possibility of just having a game just running...
0: I really really like the idea of just having a game of this going in the background. No time pressure. How long will we go? How many weeks will it last? Well, I mean, you know, if (laughs) we leave it enough weeks, we'll forget that we're playing and it'll make it a lot easier to get those uh, objectives done. Yeah. (laughs) It it seems like a fun thing to just constantly just just be there on the periphery. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was fun.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, there's there was a harry potter question in there which i will probably be burning for future yes uh, we
0: took it out because
1: there's just no way anyone is going to discuss that and, in and
0: there is a mechanic by which if there's a prompt where you're like i am it is going to be impossible for me to get this one to happen you you can go hey everyone i have this objective i believe it is impossible i'm getting a new one which i think is fair for something yeah. like that there is three packs of questions we are
1: Less than halfway through our first pack of board well, challenges. We're less than halfway yeah. through our first pack of challenges.
0: That was fun, is not it? I he? enjoyed it, yeah. uh, There's one other board game that you've played.
1: Oh, yes, yeah, so I played Uranus.
0: Yeah, tell me about... Tell me about... Tell, you want <laughs> to <laughs> <laughs> hear about my anus? Tell me about my anus. You want to hear about my anus?
1: Well, I'll tell you. It's a... Hmm. Hmm.
0: Okay, so... <laughs> It's always fun when you don't know how to fundamentally explain what you've experienced. It's somewhat abstract. So the point of the
1: game is that you are living on the moons of Uranus. And that there are a number of problems happening. And basically you've all decided the best thing to do is just go to Uranus. It'll be safer there. Okay. Um, At certain points during the game, asteroids are going to hit. You from the left and from the right. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a board with your own moon on it. It will start with, I think, four mines on it. Yeah, and then you are given a a card with uh like four additional mines, hmm. like um hexagonal uh coordinates on your on your moon because they're okay. all hexes. Yeah, um, hexagonal coordinates to where you will build. Additional mines
0: mm
1: and then you get two free mines,
0: okay as
1: well as your um, you've got another board which is just your faction or your species. yeah and all of them have slightly different skills, like some of them have already discovered the telescope, which means they can see where the asteroids are going to hit. okay but then they've basically what they've got to do is launch resources to Uranus right. to build habitations. And those habitations will be sort of open then for people to actually fly to Uranus and live in them. Mm. The game ends when everybody has got to Uranus. And it has to be everybody because it's a cooperative game. Okay. So in multiplayer mode, and it does have a single player mode, in multiplayer modes you will have some species that will... They're they're best at fortifying other species' minds. Mm. So the asteroids won't necessarily hit their mines. They've been fortified, so they're protected from it.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: You've then got to build launch pads. But oh, the other thing is, the mines have to be connected to do big things with them. Mm. Initially, they're all single spots, and they'll generate one resource. And you can only use the resource on a specific particular spot to to use yeah. for any given project.
0: So this is sort of like um, Brass Birmingham in that you need to have a connection to the places that have the resources if you want to use multiple locations resources. Sort of. That's
1: sort of a thing. Yeah, so if you start connecting mines together, when you do the uh, production phase, you'll put all the um, cubes out on the squares of their colour, or the hexes of their colour, and then you will follow the lines along and say, this one particular mine is where everybody else in that tunnel set will send their resources and you can spend that stack now on a particular project. So say you've got like three green and a red and three greens will help you to work on your telescope uh, technology. Yeah, You can cross off telescope technology, but you won't get that last cube to spend on something else. Okay, yeah. But then there's other things where it's like spend four... Different cubes, and that will yeah. do something like uh that might em- like be how you build your launch pads okay. or how you're gonna fire your space gun at the asteroids and um basically as the asteroids hit they will black out parts of your planet you can't go there anymore that's no more no more of that for you and also every uh, m- uh, every moon rather has a volcano on it yeah if an asteroid hits the volcano every single turn from then on it will um, start to spread mm. the blackout zone out from the, uh, the volcano, which means that very quickly you're going to be absolutely covered in lava, completely unable to use anything, and no one's going to really be able to help you. Mm. Because you're doomed. Um, yeah, you've got lots of things to do, like building more mines. Every time you build a mine, that's it, you have to reset your mine counter. So, do you build one now, or do you wait until you've got like the full set of two mines or three mines, depending on which faction you are? Do you build uh, two or three, uh, or one one or two tunnels, or do you wait an an additional round and maybe have four, or eight, or fourteen? Hmm. And it just goes on and on and on. And I fucked up my first. Well, I fucked up my first two games. So the first one, I was like, I don't know which. Two extra mines I should pick. One hmm. I don't know what benefits there are. And I started my first game and I got about two, two games in. Or or two rounds in and was like, oh I see, I fucked up this completely. This is yeah. this was a very bad decision. And then uh my next game, I got all the way to the last round and was like, I am I am one round short of being able to get off this goddamn moon. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, it's It's a real puzzle, and I would like to play it multiplayer. I have played the single player, and it's all right. I am up for learning that at some point when we have some time. I imagine you will have a much easier time than I did because by virtue of just having a proper teacher, because the videos available for this are not great.
0: Yeah.
1: There's, like, a QR code in the manual for, hey, do you want a video of how to do this? Cool, I'll look at that. And I think it's the creator doing Mm. the video. They are not the best at giving these instructions. The video yes. isn't super well cut together. And the fact that they describe the game as being for three to six players. Uh huh. When the box says two to six, or one to six rather, was somewhat concerning. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I was like, uh, when did you make this instruct? <laughs> was this your proof of concept video? Quite
0: possibly.
1: Uh, uh yeah, that's, uh, Uranus. It's. F- it's pretty good fun, and I, I will give more thoughts when I've had a proper play with it. Yeah. How about you?
0: Um, I have, have been playing some video games. Ooh. I finished playing through Psychonauts 2. Ooh. I think I started playing through Psychonauts 2. I don't think I've t- I started when last week's episode recorded. I don't you had. Uh, Psychonauts 2. Really fun 3D platformer. Mm-hmm. Um. So, for anyone who's not played any of the Psychonauts games before... Basically, you play a little kid who's run away from the circus to go join Psychic Summer Camp and ends up helping save the day in the first game and he wants to go join the Psychic Spies, the Psychonauts. Uh, the whole thing that they do is they jump into people's brains and uh, ideally, you know, help them work out whatever trauma's going on in there. Psychonauts 2 takes place basically minutes after the end of the first Psychonauts. Um, hey... There's some weird shenanigans going on, jump into people's brains and use cool psychic powers to, you know, fix problems. Uh, Mechanically, absolutely love it. Um, It is incredibly well polished. Um, It feels very good to play. um, The art style is so eye-catching. It looks great. This game's been in development for, like, six years as a crowdfunding project. Mm-hmm. Usually I get worried when a crowdfunded game's been in development that long and just yeah. sort of keeps being pushed back. None of those concerns apply here. This game seems to have aged very well. It... This
1: isn't the Charlie the Unicorn finale. Exactly. <laughs> it
0: It doesn't feel like something that should have released six years ago. It's like, no, this feels modern and contemporary and really spot on. Um... The humor's really good. It captures a lot of what made the first game interesting, without falling into some of the tropes and some of the more aged aspects of the original. Um, I don't really remember the aged
1: aspects of the original. I just remember getting very, very stuck on the. Um, is it the running of the bulls scene? Oh, Black and yes, white. Yes. It's a beautiful art style, but I got really stuck in that level.
0: Yeah. So here's what I'll say about the first one. Um, the first Psychonauts does a lot of the the same stuff that Psychonauts 2 does in terms of go into people's heads, help them with uh, whatever trauma they're trying to process so that you can help sort them out. It wasn't always as respectful as it could be of mental health, and there's a couple of times where it sort of would make a punchline out of someone's mental health, and, like, not not anything, like, drastic and major that I would go, nope, terrible game, but enough that I'm like, ah oh, you know, yes, it, it's... Mm. It is a product of its time, and it's not aged amazingly in that regard. Mm. So is it
1: I- quite like the um, Second North 2 opening disclaimer?
0: Yes, yes, I, I will get to that. It, well, I, I guess we'll, we'll touch on it now. There's a, hey, if you struggle with these mental health things, they, these pop up in the game. But, as the game points out at the start, this is a game about healing and recovery from trauma, and you may, ex- you, you know, there's going to be some levels about things like PTSD or... Um, and other difficult topics like depression. And teeth. And teeth. Fuck the first 45 minutes of that are very teeth heavy. Um, but it's always like, hey, look, we're gonna focus on these themes, but it's always gonna be with the aim of things being okay in the end. Mm-hmm. And I like that that framing of the uh content warning. Yeah. Um but yeah, more more so than the first Psychonauts. Psychonauts 2 always treats mental health incredibly respectfully and It always, you know, even at its most intense, it is always about people are the product of a thousand different things that can be outside of their control and that can spiral and can have all sorts of root causes. What is important is we have understanding and we look after people and help them with the root causes of things so that they can feel better themselves. Mm -hmm. And that it's not about forcefully fixing someone and making them better it's about helping fix the thing that that led to them being how they are and letting them heal on their own and Mm -hmm. it's it is it is a it is a funny comedic game that takes mental health really seriously and respectfully Mm. and that's really nice to see Yeah. Ah, The characters are all really fun. I I like the upgrade system. There's a lot of... um, I like that they give you all of the first game's abilities within the first, like, maybe 30, 40 minutes Mm. and then get onto the cool new shit. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. It's one of my favourite things I've played this year. Like, it is a real front-runner for favourite game I've played this year.
1: I started it on stream last week and I was very much enjoying the gameplay. Mm-hmm. But I was not following the plot.
0: Yes, it maybe was not a game to be playing while having conversations. No,
1: probably one to actually sit and focus on.
0: Yeah, I, I fe- feel like I, I, I lost something from that. I, I understand that entirely. Um, I would really recommend just start from the beginning and play it again. I, um, I think you'd really dig it. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't recommend it highly enough. It's wonderful. Mm. I have... Basically no complaints about it. Oh. Other than I had one glitch where a thing I was meant to jump off didn't work. A... It's fine, I worked I found a way around it. I had one glitch, that's the that's the closest I have to a complaint. Mm-hmm. Um So yeah, what about you? Have you played anything else this week? Uh, I've been playing a little game called Battle of Polytopia. Tell me about Battle of Polytopia. It's what if you wanted
1: like an hour of Civ and not a minute more? Aha! Uh-huh. So you start as a, a a tribe, you pick a tribe, they will, depending on which tribe you picked, they will have a uh, a skill from the skill tree that they have by default already learned. Hmm. So you might have the ones who are natural hunters, and they come with hunting. Ones that are, are known for horses, so they ride horses. Yeah. And um, there's archers as well. I think if you play the sort of Robin Hood faction, you get archery to start with. Um, and then you just go around the world and try and destroy all the other civilizations, or score the highest amount you can in thirty turns. And it's very very quick and very cut down, and it lacks a lot of the nuance that you might otherwise get from something like a a sieve where like there's di- diplomatic victories and stuff like this. Yeah. Um, it's all right. Yeah. Yeah. It's. If if you if you want a quick brief, few minutes of um of sort of civiness, you you could do worse, I guess. It's not very expensive. I think it's like a tenner on Steam. Mm. Um, and the only other thing I played is I played a game of um five D chess with Multiverse.
0: Oh, that was quite a thing to watch. Oh
1: yeah, because you watched.
0: Yeah. Yes. You 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 won you won a game of chess by travelling back in time to a position that would have been a winning move a couple of turns ago. No. Oh no, it was it, was, it I, was I
1: moved a a knight into a position where I could take the king from about three turns ago.
0: Yes. Well, I think it was two turns ago because think. it was one sp- it was one position above where you were two turns ago, so you yes. could go two turns back in two two across in time and one up in space rather than two, two across in
1: space one in time yeah
0: yeah yeah two in space one in time no yep. two in two it in time was. one in space no it was two
1: in space because i moved two up the board ah and, and the what... other
0: one was through time yeah this is baffling i fucking love it <laughs> I was I was looking at one point, and there was a chessboard where like the 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 other side had two kings on the on the board. Yep. Because one of the kings had just hopped out of its timeline. I was like, "No, fuck this!" <laughs> Things if, are getting hairy. I'm yeah. Fine. There, there were there were there were game boards where there was no
1: king. Yes. Because the king. There just was, was game like, board. There was well, at one point yeah. during that game, there was a game board where there were three queens.
0: Yeah, can't you can't kill you can't kill the 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 queen if the queen's not there. You can't kill the queen if the queen's not there. But also, if
1: there are three queens on a board, you're usually in trouble. Y- yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of wild. Um, I don't claim to fully have my head around the concept of where you can necessarily be going in all, three dim- all four I, dimensions.
0: I, mean, I feel like that's the point. There is a huge amount of additional things to hold in your head. There is. But it's fun. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh, Uh, Yeah, I I, I very much enjoy playing that. Nice. what about you? Uh,
0: The only other thing I have played this week is I've started playing No More Heroes 3. Oh, the wanking game. The uh, the lightsaber wanking game. Yeah, so the No More Heroes series of games, they're about you playing as an assassin with a lightsaber who, in the first game, goes up the American assassin ranks and then the worldwide assassin ranks and... Now he's in the international assassin ranks against a bunch of aliens who've come to take over Earth. Um, The series has always been a bit technically limited, and that remains true here. Um, The game runs at a stable 60 frames a second, but the resolution... Oh, it's a bit rough in places. There are some uh, very jagged um, character models. But the game very much makes up for that with over-the-top style and presentation and just all of the presentation around its it's technically you know technical level of visuals carries it Mm. um it is a series that mashes up a lot of different genres without ever feeling like it's forcing them in just to be there like they're all there out of a real reverence Uh, I really didn't like No More Heroes Travis Strikes Again, which was the last game on the Switch, which rather than being... These are all 3D boss battle, uh, you know, uh, boss rush 3D action action games. That was a top-down isometric game, and it wasn't great. Its whole concept was go to a bunch of different video game worlds, except every one of them, like, oh, you're in a detective game now, still plays like a fucking top-down isometric hack and slash. It really didn't capitalise on its concept. Hmm. This has been much better. It is a return You're to back. form. It, it is all the things I love about No More Heroes games. Mm-hmm. Um, I've often said about the first No More Heroes, it is my favourite ever, like, 7 out of 10. Like, it's a technically bad game. I, I can't easily recommend it, but it's one of my all-time favourite games, and I will put it above most other things I've played. Mm. And I feel very similarly so far about No More Heroes 3. It has technical shortcomings, left, right, and center. But, like, when I finish a boss fight and then it goes into an anime set of closing themes with a bunch of really high-quality art, and then you get, like, ah, next time on No More Heroes, and uh, it's introducing all the villains, and it's introducing them as little figurines in, um, like, action figure boxes, and... Mm. oh, so... Everything about this game is just very stylish, and I love it. The villain's very good as well. Their Thanos-esque uh, leader of the space villains is introduced early on, is cocky, hilarious, and um, very, very well presented as a threat very early on. Mm. And I have been enjoying his presence in the story immensely. Jeez. I really like Nemo Heroes 3. I don't wanna I don't wanna stop playing it. I keep being like, I could I could just I could just play it a little bit more and then like two hours have gone and I'm <laughs> like, oh no, went mmm. did it go? It's a very fun game. I need to play through the whole thing and see how it continues, but so far, it's really fun to play, and I constantly just wanna be playing more of it. Yay. Uh that's everything I've played this week, I think. Well then. <gasps> Time for this. Right, all right, uh, all-hand staff meeting, everyone. Hi. Uh, so, so we've had wonderful success recently with our um, the 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 shark, the big the big shark, uh, cuddly shark uh, thing we have. Uh, everyone
2: loves the shark. Yeah, everyone loves the shark. The big, it's big, it's cuddly, it's a shark. Um, problem is, everyone's bought sharks, and now they're like, oh yes, I would like another big cuddly friend, and we d- don't have any other big cuddly
0: vicious cuddly friends for them so we need to quickly act upon this what's the next shark what's the next thing that we can have big and
2: probably dangerous in the real world but like we make it we, we give it a silly name we change a letter and now it's fun well we got jungus korge uh what's that it's the big bear oh you got a bear you got a big bear what, how do we do that? More. How do we how do we turn like yeah uh, you know how sh- shark and shark uh, what do we do with bear? Uh, b- boar. B- boar, no, that's boar. That's uh, that's a pig with tusks. What if you had a boar? <laughs> yeah, but then what do we do with the boar? B- boar, boar, boar. We put an umlaut over the o. <laughs> that's your answer for everything. Put an umlaut over the o. See, I w- I was thinking we we go for something like a cheetah. Uh, we could be like a cheetoo. a cheo cho- choda, ch- ch- <laughs> Okay, maybe not that one. So <laughs> I don't think you've come up with any good ideas. Well, man is the greatest beast. What about just a large fluffy man? Uh, so instead of man, it's like m- 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 mo mon the bizos. <laughs> Try the boozos. I mean, that is a very dangerous creature. Yeah, though I don't know where anyone's gonna want to cuddle that. Cuddle the boozos before it burns your house down. Just because it sounds good in
0: that voice doesn't mean we're gonna make people cuddle it.
2: What about the (laughs) Euron? Fine. It'll drop. It'll it'll drop space waste on your beach. Cuddle the (laughs) Euron. It's very dangerous. I mean, if we can make sharks cute, I guess. Sharks, can try the Erlon. It's got an emerald mine. It comes with its own emerald mine. It's got... You have to buy that separately, it's a flat pack. <laughs> <laughs> How will my tiny Erlon survive without an emerald mine?
1: My tiny Erlon. My tiny Erlon. Ah. 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 Now available from IKEA. All vaccinated.
0: Mhm.
1: Testing regularly.
0: Uh huh.
1: Going to start seeing similarly responsible friends. Uh, yeah. Just one more thing. Mhm. Are you usually quite anxious and a little paranoid? Uh
0: huh. I thought you wouldn't ask.
1: Then you need our new pamphlet. So you went outside and now you're convinced you're going to die.
0: I've been as safe as I could, but I'm a bit worried just in case. What if I did it wasn't safe enough? Mm.
1: It's got all the help you need to recover after having seen a friend for the first time in nearly two years.
0: Uh, uh, I'm not sure it's fine. I was careful. They were careful. I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's fine.
1: So you went outside and now you're convinced you're going to die. Available now from your nearest place. <laughs>
0: <gasps> what have you put in your eye needs? <laughs> uh, basically nothing this week. I mean, we watched all three episodes of What If again. I mean, we re-watched the three episodes of What If. One of them was a new episode that yeah. we saw for the first time since we last recorded this. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to describe this one without being too spoilery. Um, this is the What If the Avengers, when they were being assembled in Avengers Assemble. What if that can go well? Yeah, maybe assembling them didn't go well, and that was maybe a problem. It also follows that
1: whole theory that the uh, assembly of the Avengers was in a week. Yes. Because obviously we've previously sort of seen it as a series of films, um, including Edward Norton's Hulk. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it was nice to sort
0: of be like, ah, and here is... Yeah. It's like, hey, look, these events literally happened days apart, but what if every one of them in some way was fucked up, and then we got to the end of this week and things were very different.
1: Very different.
0: This felt the least focused upfront of the what-ifs to me, Mm. in that, like, it felt like it was meandering for a while before it sort of got to the point of what it was trying to be an episode about. Perhaps, I think, more than the other... The the other two, I can very clearly go, oh, this is what-if if if Peggy was was Captain America instead... What if, uh, you know, T'Challa was Star Lord? This one was a lot more. Something is happening, and that's going to lead to something, and you'll sort of get a lot of the way through the episode before you know what what we're doing. Okay, I mean, the what if was a mystery, and that was kind of the point. But you did call it
1: fairly early on.
0: I I I did, but like, even even having called it, I I don't know. There was something that felt a little less focused about this one to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I I enjoyed it still. It's not my favourite of the three we've seen so far. No. Uh, your thoughts? I enjoyed it. I can't really say much more than that, because this is one that's very possible to spoil. Yeah. But the, I enjoyed it. The first two really weren't spoilerable in that, really, in the not. same way, but, uh, yeah, I continue to enjoy What If. More What If. Yeah. Did you watch anything else? That's basically all I've watched this
1: week. So I've been watching a bunch of videos on the uh, FD Signifier channel on YouTube.
0: Oh, tell me Do about you know this person. No, tell me about this channel and these videos. Um,
1: so he's a black guy who does videos about uh, media analysis and things like that. Um, popular videos include um, uh, Black Movie Breakdown: Hamilton, a mm-hmm. play about rapping slave masters. Mm-hmm. White allies need to learn to knock. Mhm. Um it's largely about like hey you can be an ally and you can shout for the thing and this could have been very easily pointed at Peter Thatcher recently. But if you're <laughs> coming to us into a space and you're going to take up any of that space knock first. Yeah. Ask permission to do the thing. Don't just step up and and take a voice. <laughs> uh, Edgelord movies and the men who love them, black media breakdown number 7. Um talking about films like uh, Falling Down and The Joker. Yeah, like, what, what, why are they taking the wrong things from these movies, and and why are uh, in uh, especially in Falling Down? Like, mm. there are so many opportunities for it, the guy in that to actually do something, some some genuine good, and he still ends up largely being helped up out or being helped out by a white white supremacist at some point in that film, a literal Nazi. He seemed very taken aback when he first encounters that Nancy Didn't shoot him. Bag full of guns. <laughs> of, all, of all the people that he did take credit with, uh, to take issue with, that wasn't one of them. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, Bo Burnham's Inside and White Liberal Performative Art, a video I say, uh, which is quite interesting, um, about just like someone like Bo, who has a history for being a bit problematic. Yeah. Um, but also clearly, having realized like he's talked about in in yeah. inside like okay mm, i've made, I've done some problems, mm. I've done some problematic shit, I'm trying to be different, but also sometimes I'm not the right person to be saying these things, yeah, um, and that was an interesting breakdown on that as well. um, he's much more eloquent and smart and good at talking about these things than I am. But, uh, yeah, I very much enjoyed uh, those videos that I've watched so far, and there's a bunch on that channel. Go, go give them a look. Got any oh. others? No, that's about it for me. I watched a couple of videos on a channel um, by somebody, uh, or the channel name is Sunpi, S-U-N-P-I. Mhm. Uh Soldier Boy sent me his new console and I wish he didn't.
0: Ah ha ha Have you seen these videos? Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is not the first time Soldier Boy has tried to do one of these and oh he it continues <clears throat> to be a thing. So Soldier Boy or her, or
1: his PR fam sent out his uh, console to a YouTuber who is um she does various breakdowns on yeah. on tech stuff. And it seems the impression given was, oh, it's it's a girl who does reviews. They'll be like, "Ah, I got the Soldier Boy thing," and and no, yeah, she she tells the truth about it. Yeah. She says it's not that great. It's basically a, a hyped up
0: Android phone. Yeah, well, I mean, proper yeah. controls on it. So yeah, you said Soldier Boy's console. For anyone who doesn't know the context on this. This is the thing that Soldier Boy has tried to do multiple times in the past. What he will do is he will do drop shipping through AliExpress, which is where he will say, "I've got a product for sale. It's my new games console." It's not. It's a thing that already exists from Chinese wholesalers, and people will order it through his website. The order will get emailed to the Chinese wholesaler, who will e- who will send the thing that already exists they from China. May brand it. They they may brand it. If you're lucky, it might get branded. But the first, like, at least three or four times that Soldier Boy did this, there was no Soldier Boy branding on it than when they showed up, if they showed up at all. Yeah, this Um, one's called
1: the TRVR.
0: Yes. So usually these are Android, either Android devices you plug into your telly um, with an HDMI or basically Android phones with controllers built around them that will play Android games and or emulators.
1: Yes, and one of the big points she made about this was the fact that it doesn't have any of its own games. Yeah. It doesn't help that also the controls generally don't work for things like entering your Wi-Fi password. Yeah. Or logging into a Google account so that you can, you know, use all the Google apps that come pre-installed on most Google-based Android-type yeah. devices. Um. So anyway, she fairly assessed it.
0: Yeah. And
1: Soulja Boy went... Mm, little bit, little bit uh, rude about that whole thing. Yeah. Um, I think it was. I think it was either Insta or um Twitter. He basically posted, "I didn't send you nothing." Yeah. So, so she <laughs> made a follow up video to that, like here is the evidence yeah. from the these people and these people and the fact that I wasn't even taking money for this, and you know, I I could have
0: done yeah. I, it. It it doesn't surprise me that Soldier Boy would, li- would lie about that to get himself out of trouble. He's told some real fucking corkers of lies trying to sell games his his games consoles. I would touch um, any of his
2: consoles.
0: Uh, do, are you aware that at one point he claimed that he was he was buying Atari, the company, and that Atari were going to be making exclusive games for his Soldier Boy console? I mean, that he was going to be the sole owner of Atari. Because wasn't that partly to
1: do with the fact that there is there are bits of Atari that are have come
0: recently come up for uh, for buying? Ah, uh, they did go on the market. They did, but this was predating that. Okay. He, he claimed he had bought Atari and that he owned Atari. He claimed at one point that both Nintendo and Sony were in a bidding war to buy his console, uh, and his console was going to be one of their next consoles. Like it's either going to be the next. PlayStation on the next Switch is gonna be the Soldier Boy console. Mm-hmm. Um what other fucking wild claims did he make? He's he's he claimed at one point that he had bought the rights to Fortnite. Like he that he owned Fortnite and Fortnite was gonna be an exclusive on his console. I Epic, take Epic that? will, Like <laughs> No. No. Oh
1: He is problematic.
0: Yeah. He's been trying this a while. He has. Um, and
1: I watched the uh, an hour and forty playthrough on the um, uh, outside Xbox uh, channel. They did a um, a playthrough of Incarta Mind Maze from Incarta ninety five. Do you know this at all? No. Tell me, tell me about slightly this. Slightly before your time. Um, so Incarta Mind Maze or Incarta Encyclopedia was a CD ROM based encyclopedia uh, available for uh, Windows ninety five. I had it. It was eh, alright. I used it to cheat on some of my GCSEs. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, and it is, you know, just like a visual encyclopedia, like an encyclopedia Britannica or fucking Wikipedia but with more colour. And in it was like this whole, hey, wander around this maze and meet all these historical characters and they'll have riddles for you and if you can get To get through, like, a door into the next room, you'll have to answer a riddle. And it will give you a question. It will give you four possible answers. And next to each of the answers is a little page link Hmm. that will take you into the encyclopedia itself. So you can read about the answer without actually receiving the answer. Obviously, if it is the right thing, it'll be like, yeah, and famous for the thing that is in the question. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's not something anyone really did. You know, to actually go through the whole thing. Firstly, because the map is invisible. And I oh. think you have to ha- uh, re answer a question every time you go back through a door. <laughs> so it was really stressful, too. But they- there they were just like snapshot on phone of the map. Okay, you need to go up, right, up, yeah. up, 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 left, down, down, and then left again, and you'll go through the door. Cool. And um, it was just an hour and forty minutes of we're playing on a very old uh, P133, and um, hopefully nothing will 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 die while we're trying to run this. <laughs> um, and they managed to get all the way through, so I've now seen the Yay. end of Encarta Mind Base.
0: Yeah,
1: um, just a weird little drip down memory lane there.
0: Uh, The only other thing I've watched I've remembered is I've been watching some videos of uh, people playing a browser-based game called Gartic Phone. Oh yes, I've been watching some of this. Yeah, I've been watching some Rubber Ross videos on this, some Drawfee videos on it. It is a game where you do drawing back and forth and usually there is some element of miscommunication as a message gets turned into text, into an image, into text, into an image. So for example... Someone writes a sentence, then someone draws that the thing described in that sentence, then someone else describes what's in the picture, and then someone just draws the, that second sentence. And watching it slowly devolve away from what it ovi- originally was by little misunderstandings back and forth between mediums. Mm-hmm. Um, it has been fun to watch people who are good at art do that, mm. and it's been a nice sort of turn brain off it doesn't matter if i fall asleep watching this nice easy viewing Mm -hmm. Uh, i think that's everything i've watched this week well uh, time for this we got a new sponsor who's our new
1: sponsor well do you find yourself nervous of making friends
0: I mean, sometimes, you yeah. Don't, you don't know their core cool beliefs? I mean, I I always worry, like, oh, you seem like a nice person, but maybe you secretly believe that the Tories are a fair and just government or something. Do
1: you want a quick and easy way to, like, shoo away MPs or religious figures or just Tories from your door? I mean, yeah,
0: but I really don't have the, the mental effort to engage with them sometimes. Ah,
1: but you want to quickly gauge if a date is going to work out.
0: I mean, that would be really... Good, you know, be, make sure I'm like safe and that the date's going to be okay. Well, buy our handsheets with boxes
1: for common political beliefs, pre-fill them out, and then hand them
0: out as needed. Oh, goodness. Oh, hey, there's a Jehovah's Witness at the door. Here, this, this says I'm gay and trans. You probably should just go away, I guess. Do you think that'll work?
1: Do you think that'll
0: work? I mean, just... I, would, I would hope so. Okay, here are I, all
1: the things, here are the reasons, yeah. bits of my family just Oh, oh me. hey,
0: person I'm going on a date with, Uh, this says that I'm, um, 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 I'm gay and I'm left-wing. Hopefully this is not a th- th- problem for you.
1: I mean, if you're going on a date, I imagine they'd probably know you were
0: gay, right? I mean, probably, but maybe. I don't know. The sheet will help.
1: <laughs> the sheet will help, I guess. So that's that's the political checklist.lol.net and, and enter the code QMPS180. 180. 180. 180. 180. So that's politicalchecklist.lolthetnerd. End of the code. q and 180. And get 180% off your first purchase of pamphlet checklist. Cheat doohickey things. Political list. Political list. Political list. Head it out. Distribute it. It's political list. Give it to people when you're in the pub. Hopefully they will agree with you or they'll just fuck off, politicalist. (laughs) Inside the boardroom of Electronic Actor Softworks.
2: Hi. Hi.
0: How, uh, how are you doing? You're looking a bit gassy there. Ah, uh, you know, you know, it's, uh, when you spend all day shouting at interns, there's a lot of having to take deep breaths to be able to do the big shouting, and that's so it gets a lot of gas in you. Yeah, they just say we're full of hot air, I guess. Uh, that's, that's what I hear, and I assume it's just to do with the breathing in, and not, yeah. it's not a phrase I should look up or anything. No, nah, no, that's probably no, fine. No. So... I've got some ideas. Right.
2: I've got some ideas. I've been working on stuff we sure. can do to get drive up engagement. We love engagement. engagement. Love engagements. Number go up, you know. Number go up. I love it when a number go up. Exactly. So
0: one of the biggest problems we have with our community right now is everyone's too nice. In our community. Yeah. we. Yeah. I don't know what's happened, but we've... Look, we were forced into doing some moderation because we had a couple of really bad people on there and we've accidentally ended up with a community that, like, is very gracious losers and, um, you know, doesn't really matter mind whether they win or lose. Well, that doesn't sound like the kind of idiots who spend money. Exactly. This is the problem. Because, like, we're trying to sell them, you know, like, you know, XP boosters that'll help them level up in the battle pass faster. So they can get the better armor and the better gun so that they can do better than their
2: opponents, you know? Yeah. I mean, we need to, you know, just drive them into just absolute anger and rage so they go in the right direction. Exactly. And even if they're not buying stuff, we need them to be like, I need to fight you one more time and keep playing. Because, you know, staying in the
0: ecosystem is good so exactly here's my plan right we 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 get the the usernames of people who've you know had battles against each other in the game yeah and all we do is we we you know we take a uh we take someone who won a match and someone who lost a match and we right. pair them up and we 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 send a message to both of them that looks like it came from the other person right and it just says you suck at this game uh get good scrub you're a fucking loser
2: right and I'm hoping this is enough to be like, they call me a fucking loser. I better get back in and play more of the game and kick their ass. I and mean, maybe you better hand, right? Maybe buy some microtransactions.
0: Maybe at the bottom of the me- you know after the message, if they get the message that says, hey, yeah, yeah. F- yeah, fuck you, you suck at the game. We also coincidentally send them a message, you know, ourselves that's like, hey, special limited time offer,
2: buy this thing that'll make you better than them. How about we say that it's part of our anti- bullying campaign that we have cuz we're responsible right Oh I see I see so, so we say oh, I understand that recently you suffered uh you know abuse possibly Ah, uh, you were bullied you were possibly bullied and what? we'd like to help out with yeah, that Yeah what here's if we offer you this special... 1% discount Yeah special 1% discount you know XP boosters or yeah. just better equipment Hey here's a gun that that will d- exactly kill them Yeah here is the the them killing gun <gasps> Oh I think we got this you are a fucking genius I know
0: so <gasps> what have you put in your ears? I put some music in my ears mm. shall, shall I rattle through the music the so music I, lost, I listen tell to? The air music. I listened to a track called Ghost of Marianos mm. by disco Inc uh, It's a sort of rock song about it, it's sort of about dossing around while you're trying to work out what you want to do with your life. That whole sort of like, hey, there are things I care about, but like they're not really productive, but sometimes you've just got to, you know, find distractions and work out what you're going to do until you know what you're going to do with mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice little track. Mm. Uh, I listened to a track called All or Nothing by the Dream Masons. Uh, it's a, a laid-back femme rock track with a slightly gothic feel to a little bit of its sound um, mm. about wanting to burn out bright and fast rather than fizzle out slowly. That sort of, that mentality of I'm gonna give 100% or it's not worth doing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh. um, So there's a track called A Complete List of Fears, age 5 to 28, Mm -hmm. uh, by The Yellow Dress. It's a sort of folk punk track about someone's fears, and then it sort of turns into a love song, because the thing they're fearing most is losing someone they love. Mm -hmm. But, uh, really nice track. And then perhaps my favourite one I found this week, is a track called Sidis S I D D H I S by Dog Fashion Disco okay how, how do i describe this genre it's it's goth scar okay it's gothic scar sure it's what what sort of scar would you hear in the Adams family household okay uh it's 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 kind of wild and i really dig the sound of it amazing um and lyrically it's about someone who achieved enlightenment and then went I don't really like who I am now that I have found this. Can I can I just push that back down and uh, try it again? I like the process again. There, hmm. I'll, I'll I'll push that down. No, I'll, I'll, I'll try it over again. Okay. Um, but just in this gothic scar style. Huh. It's it sounds fascinating. It's the sound of it more than anything that got me. I can't mm. think of another track that sounds quite like it. Yeah. Um, what about you? What have you listened to this week? Uh,
1: we listened to the Battlestar Galactica Season 2 and 3 soundtracks Oh, we did we playing.
0: There are some great tracks on there. There are
1: some beautiful tracks in there. Um, we also listened to a bunch of disco and a bunch of Psytrance, but I could not tell you the names of any of the tracks, because somebody else was DJing. Yep. Yeah. And I am still regularly listen to it, listening to the uh, the mix I put together for the wedding,
0: yeah, because I really like it. I'll sometimes come on when I'm doing a swim, yeah, and I'll I just see. do half an hour of swim into the wedding playlist. Splish, bash. Yeah, wedding splash, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. well, have you listened to much else?
0: That's everything I've listened to. Well then, Huh. time for this.
1: Do you have a favorite piece of media you wish you could keep experiencing again and again for the first time? Try Amnesish. of special formula targets very specific parts of the brain and removes your memories of your favourite game, movie, TV show, or whatever. So you're free to enjoy it again with a clean slate. Now available in a budget form. But instead of a pill, it's just a small hammer. Ow! Please enjoy Ocarina of Time again.
0: Oh, what's that? Never heard
1: of it. It's a good game. You should try it.
2: Come on down to the Wallington Portal. This mysterious ripping reality is fun for all the family. Throw whatever you want in and it will never be seen again. Come on along this Sunday. We got a two-hour show in which we're tossing in the entire Tory party, including the shiny red variant Tory Keir Stormer. Come on down to the Wallington Portal this weekend.
1: Do you know what I want to see more
2: of? do you want to see more of? Brochure Justice Warriors. Brochure Justice Warriors. Yeah. All right, Larry. Right, Larry. How you doing? Oh, you know, a uh, bit sleepy, you know. it's Bank holidays really throw me days off. Yeah, you just sort of uh, get your circadian rhythm all uh, all over the place, yeah, don't you? you know, I appreciate the time off, obviously. You oh, know, I know. Nice that, to... that, that one extra day off really makes a difference, doesn't it? Yeah. Also, it makes a difference to my ability to know what Fucking day. <laughs> Apparently so. Yeah, you uh, you been up to much? Oh, went out the weekend. You yeah, know, yeah. nice and nice and safely. You know, nice, everyone nice. vaccinated, COVID yeah, you know, tests and whatnot. Yeah, but uh, yeah. went out and uh, saw some saw some friends the first yeah, time a while. Yeah, right. everyone's Yeah, everyone's doing well. Doing nice, well. Nice. We had a bit of a, had a bit of a wiggle in the garden. It was nice, lovely. Nice, but nice, uh, nice. open air too. You know. Yeah, exactly. All outside. But um. You know, it got me thinking about something. Uh, it comes up every now and then. Um, sometimes there's a pressure in social situations, you know, where if someone's not drinking and a lot of pe- other oh, people yeah, are, yeah, you'll yeah, sometimes yeah, get that yeah. sort of uh, that pressure of like, well, oh, oh get yeah, one one, yeah. have
0: one. Why oh, I not mean, oh, just have oh, one? Just yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. And it really bothers me because there yeah. are a million reasons someone's might not be drinking and, yeah. you know, Alcohol is a, you know, perception-inhibiting, altering substance. That is not a thing you should force on someone, you know. Even if they don't have any pre-existing issues, you should not be
2: forcing it on someone. Exactly. There are people who, you know, just don't like it. People who don't like the idea of getting drunk. People who have, you know, religious differences with regards to alcohol... People who are, you know, recovering alcoholics or who yeah. have had a problem with alcohol in the past, you know, that's yeah. people with uh, trauma of alcoholic relatives, for example. Oh, absolutely, All yeah, yeah. You know, and then that there's no reason to, especially when they get really aggressive with it. I've seen a few like that. You know, they'll get to a party and they'll they'll almost take it as a personal slight that someone's exactly. not having a drink. It's like Jesus, you know, maybe you've tied your whole personality to drinking or whatever, but you know, let. Let other people be. It doesn't, it's not, what does it hurt you? If anything, there is more alcohol in the world for you to enjoy. Because, like, here's the thing, you know, usually, you know, I'll have a drink sometimes, and, you know, like this event I was at absolutely definitely well it's fine i trust and yeah. know all the people there but you know sometimes i'll be at something and be like i don't know and trust everyone here yeah and i you know normally i, I might like drink to keep my wits about but, me yeah i'd like to keep my wits about me for my own safety you know yeah. be alert be aware be able to keep myself safe you know yeah. I mean, there's, yeah. there's so many reasons someone might not you know drink and you should really not be you know putting pressure on them to do so if that's not what they want to do you know yeah absolutely like people make their own choices about their own behaviour in bodies. Exactly, exactly. <sighs> That's it, hug. Oh, I do, mate. Yeah. 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 <sighs> 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 Good hug, yeah. <on>, mate. Good hug. <sighs> Okay, i okay, have a nap. Yeah, go for a nap, mate. Yeah. Right, we'll sleep well, mate. Yeah, you too.
0: Yeah. So, Laura. <gasps> yes. Where can we find you on the internet? Laura K Buzz on the internet. What Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Patreon. That's the one that pays the bills. Uh, TikTok. A uh, Twitch stream Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 10 pm UK, 5 pm Eastern, 2 pm Pacific. Uh, new episodes of Access Ability go up on YouTube every Friday. Uh, I've got books. Uncomfortable Labels is out now, Things I Learned From Mario's Butt is out now, Gender Euphoria is out now, I also have podcasts, Pixel Squirt's about video game character pornography, uh, Podquisition, we tell you whether your favourite video games are great or perfect, uh, Dice Funk, it's a Dungeons and Dragons podcast, uh, each season's its own story, I'm on seasons 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, and 8, I'm also on a podcast with you that isn't this one. With me? Yeah. My goodness. Well, that sounds like it'll be Polyamory,
1: a D&D 5th edition real-play podcast with questionable morals that I really need to do an edit on. But we are very, 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 very busy at the moment. We are so busy. Can't tell you why yet. Wink.
0: I mean, it won't be long before we can tell people. Yeah, you'll find out soon, It's I hope. fast approaching. It is fast approaching. <laughs> yeah, like a train. Ah! ah! Quick, hop on that train. It's heading right to the announcement of the thing. Choo-choo. <laughs> Good thing. Don't worry, I am still working on it. Uh, um, That's on
1: my SoundCloud. We've also got a SoundCloud for my music. That's Bedroom under the name Bedroom Programmer. Uh, we've got a Facebook group, a Redbubble shop, where you can get Queer and Pleasant Strangers t-shirts. Uh, MonkeyRadio.blog where I write about mostly board games, occasionally video games. I've uh, got a YouTube, a Twitter... I'm on Twitch on Thursday nights at around uh, nineteen thirty UK time. I've got a Patreon. For, uh, for as little as a dollar a month, you can help me justify a seventy-six hour work week. Yeah. Please, if that's too much commitment, I've also got a uh, PayPal dot me slash Jane Magnet. I've even got a coffee now. Um, Ooh. I've got a coffee. Uh, coffee link. It's uh, J a n e i a c. Uh, I'm also on streamerlinks.com slash janiac, J-A-N-E-I-A-C. You can find all of my links there, all in one happy little place. I only have to tell you one thing, because I couldn't do unified branding. Didn't 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 work. It didn't work. All of the things were already taken, or I had already committed to many different
0: things over the years.
1: Boo. And furthermore, Hiss. hiss.
0: Laura. Yeah? Will you sing us out, please, darling? Until next time, be a stranger.